Hello and welcome to End Goals, an LCMS Youth Ministry podcast. I'm host Reverend Mark Kiesling and I'm with DCE Juliana Schultz. We are here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life. Today, we begin a series preparing congregations for the 2022 LCMS Youth Gathering by looking at the theme, In All Things. This is our first episode for the Gathering Starter Pack set of episodes here on End Goals as we prepare for the 2022 LCMS Youth Gathering. Uh, These are going to be released throughout June to help kickstart and share key information about the gathering. And then we'll go on to release more episodes about the gathering throughout the next year as you prepare to join us in Houston. Uh, Even if you aren't coming to the gathering, we hope these are helpful pieces for you as you plan for any large youth event or just, just generally helpful for you as a youth leader. Well, back in August 2020, we had an episode on the release of the theme for the gathering of In All Things. You can listen to that recording in episode 31 of the podcast if you like. That reviewed a little bit about the process of how the theme was selected and then the importance of story or narrative and how that will be one lens through which we will unpack the theme at the gathering. Oh, we could spend considerable time digging into this theme and into Colossians, but today we're just going to hit some high points. So to help us do that, joining us is Reverend Dr. Peter Nasker, Assistant Professor of Practical Theology and Director of Student Life at Concordia Seminary here in St. Louis, and then also Shella Schwam, DCE, who serves as University Ministry Associate at Concordia University, St. Paul. Both Peter and Shelley served as a part of the Theological Advisory Team for the 2022 LCMS Youth Gathering. Peter and Shelley, thanks again for being with us today and for all the work you have been doing and writing and keeping the planning process moving forward to 2022. Peter, I'm going to start with you. We went more deeply into this in the previous podcast, but could you give us a quick review of the scriptural basis for our theme in all things? Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's maybe helpful just to start and simply read the the passage that we're going to focus on and uh, so I'm going to read that Colossians 1, 15 to 20, and then we'll just reflect on it a little bit. Uh, here's what Paul writes. He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before All things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on heaven or on earth, on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross." It strikes me. I remember reading this at the original uh, theme uh, planning meeting where we chose the theme and we were trying to figure out how can we tell a story in the gathering that, that captures everything in the in the students' lives. And somehow we stumbled on reading through Colossians and these verses just jumped out at us. And uh, how many times Paul talks about all things, all things were made through him, all things were made for him. He's before all things, all things hang together in him. And I think that uh, that idea that 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 everything holds together in Christ and Christ is Lord over everything. That's uh, that's I mean, that's a, that's pretty huge, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, when I think about when I think about that, that part of that, that really is significant for youth today. Um, 
we're all tempted to compartmentalize, right? Uh, we go to church and we say church words mm-hmm. and we speak to church people and we think church thoughts. Um, and then we go to school or we go to sports, or we go to extracurriculars, or we hang out with friends and, um, and we kind of leave that compartment behind sometimes. I think that's probably always been the case. But nowadays, when, when we leave church, we're going into a world that's less and less um, supportive of a Christian worldview. And so it's even more tempting mm-hmm. today, I think, to uh, imagine that there are parts of our lives that, that don't really have a whole lot to do with Jesus. Um, and so one of the things that I'm excited about with this, this gathering is that we want to help uh, kids and, and the, the adults who come with them see that everything, all things hold together in Christ. All things are part of my Christian life. And, and Jesus affects everything I do and say. Yeah, I love that. I, th- I think in some of the conversations you've had with planners, really to challenge us, even in our own lives, think about that. What are those parts? I mean, it's kind of that confession time, certainly too. Um, and then also to give thanks for, like you said, that that reign that Christ has over all things for us to look at those things. What are those parts that we try to hide from Christ? Or what are those things that we don't want to confess um, and to be con- convicted of that and repent Um, And then also to understand Jesus's gracious reign in that it's just been a beautiful thing to open up Colossians in that way. Well, and you think about it, you know, there's, there's both wonderful comforting good news and the idea that Jesus (laughs) reigns over all things uh, because he reigns over, you know, even the mess in our Mm -hmm. lives, even, even the, the trials we face, the struggles, the, the, the difficulties that we can't possibly see a way out of. He reigns over that too. And he's gracious. His reign is still gracious, even though we don't Mm -hmm. see it. Uh, it's also sometimes a, a little bit convicting, right? Uh, because he's reigning even over me when I'm not living faithfully and when I'm giving into worldly ways of thinking. And when I'm thinking there's uh, aspects of my life that, that uh, Jesus doesn't have much to do with, he still reigns there too. Uh, and so that is a word of uh, uh, calls for, for some repentance and some turning and, and frankly, we all need to make some changes in that respect. And so I, I think it's pretty important as we think about the gathering, uh, we want to comfort yeah. the youth with that message. We also want to challenge them a little bit to, to recognize that Jesus reigns in every aspect of their lives. Hmm. Um, you know, and, and that, of course, then leads to the, the idea that he reigns over all things and all people, even those who aren't yeah. Christians. Um, and that's where we, we want to help the youth recognize that... Um, that this good news is for all people, uh, that Jesus, even though they don't realize it, he holds them together too. those who aren't part of the church. And so we want to, we want to invite the youth to love and to serve those who, uh, who are not living under Christ's reign explicitly and, and knowledgeably, mm-hmm. uh, but to bring them to live under his reign in faith. Yeah. And as Mark pointed out, uh, we've been really blessed to have the the theological advisory team present to our planning teams over Zoom in the last year. Um, You guys not only dive into and really flush out the theme, but then uh, we spend a lot of time in our teams thinking about how that applies to every single aspect of the gathering. Mm -hmm. And so that team consists of of the two of you and then Reverend Dr. Joel Lambauer, Executive Director of the Commission on Theology of Church Relations at Sarah Salzburg, who teaches Old Testament at Orange Lutheran High School. 
School in Orange County, California. Um, and at those meetings, you took us through uh, uh, into the theological talking points, uh, and these talking points helped bring focus to our planning. It continues to do that, right? And we continue to come back uh, uh, in meetings and and discuss those uh, specific theological themes and and this portion of scripture. Uh, we could go on for hours and hours because we've spent <laughs> hours and hours with you thinking about this this theme. But for the two of you, uh, which one of the talking points has been particularly meaningful to you in the last year? The core thing about these talking points is that Jesus is central to all of them. The the center, kind of using the analogy of the hub in, in the middle of this wheel and the, these talking points being the spokes. And so the one I really have latched onto this year is Christ reconciles all things to himself through his death and resurrection. So when we talk about God's story, the story of all things, uh, this is the game-changing moment. Uh, this is what sets apart uh, God's story in, in the triune um, name with, with Christ as the center. This is what sets God's story apart from all of these other narratives. Uh, this game-changing moment where Christ, God, becomes person, becomes human, uh, steps into our mess, and the only one who could do something about all of it uh, does. And he he comes and reconciles and it invites this reconciliation of all things. So like Peter was saying, nothing gets left out uh, in these moments and not even death, right? We see that Jesus goes full tilt uh, into death and, and this reconciliation uh, begins, this resurrection movement uh, that's ongoing uh, begins at the cross and at the empty tomb. And this is just the, the game-changing, exciting linchpin of Christianity. Yeah, not only is it game-changing kind of big picture, the, the whole narrative from creation to the return of Christ, uh, all things, um, but man, isn't a word of reconciliation so important today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when there's so much strife and so much polarization, e- even in the church, um, and, and to think about that Jesus uh, comes to reconcile us to God, reconcile us to each other, reconcile mm-hmm. all things through his death and resurrection. That's um, that's that's really so central. I, I appreciate, Shelley, how you mentioned that Jesus is the center of all of our talking points. You know, this, mm-hmm. if the gathering is about one thing, it's about Jesus, right? <laughs> um, Amen. And, um, you were you were maybe a little bit more positive in your your talking point that you highlighted. You emphasized the reconciliation. The one that's been sticking out to me is Jesus' promise to return uh, to restore all things. Because you know, until He returns, uh, even as He's reconciling all things, we have our old sinful nature that clings to us. We have the burdens of a sinful, broken world that that, that weigh us down. Uh, and so the the talking point that I have really been chewing on a lot has been uh, the one that that emphasizes Christ's promise to mm-hmm. return to restore mm-hmm. all things mm-hmm. and then to make the rain explicit for all to see. I mean, holy cow, I can't wait for that day when the <laughs> Lord returns and makes things as they should be, right? Well, thanks so much for that. And we're going to provide resources on where you can dig into those theological talking points, the work that that team has done. Um, it's been such a blessing for us as a planning process, especially 
planning's been weird this gathering, certainly with COVID and everything. And for us to have these documents, we get to go back to and use devotionally, keep us focused on our themes. And just to dive into the book of Colossians has been awesome and, and a huge blessing. Um, one of those kind of important theme for the thematic discussion for us has also been around uh, the importance and the role of story or narrative. Um, and so we talked about that. I know that in the last podcast, and it'll be something we'll hear more about in the future. But I want to ask you too, in your time of digging into the theme, has there been a part of the biblical narrative that has maybe become particularly meaningful to you, or you just can't let go of it when you think of this theme of in all things? I know there's a Sunday school story of Jesus, and you can say that, but maybe there's more of a particular narrative too, or part of Jesus' life that has maybe been sticking out to you. You know, I've been thinking an awful lot uh, as I think about the whole story of, of the scriptures. I've, I've been chewing on uh, the disciples and their relationship with Jesus, their relationship with each other. Uh, like a number of people listening to this, probably my family and I have been watching that that new miniseries, The Chosen, um, and it's... It, it, it gives it's given me a new appreciation for uh, the the personalities mm. and the baggage <laughs> and the, the mess that the disciples were how they they followed Jesus but they did not fully understand mm. and they couldn't leave behind some of their old hurts and their old uh, struggles uh, and yet Jesus continually uh, continually is patient with them. He's forgiving with them. He's, he rebukes them at times and, and nudges them and teaches them. Uh, but he's so gracious. Um, and it, it's helped me think about my life as a disciple and, and the disciples, all the disciples are going to gather in Houston. Uh, that Jesus doesn't snap his finger and make everything perfect. Um, but he shows slowly but surely that he's in charge and that he's good to us. Uh, when I think about biblical narrative in light of in all things, I I think the thing that jumps out to me is uh, God's dealing with particular people, a particular people in a particular time and place in all of the specificity, uh, using and leaning into those details, uh, even as a part of the much larger overarching story. So I think about mm -hmm. uh, the story of, of Ruth and Naomi uh, and mm -hmm. Boaz uh, it's a great one. If you aren't familiar, it's a quick mm -hmm. read uh, to jump back into an action-packed. Um, but God's dealing with these particular people in their need, uh, in the midst of death, um, in the midst of famine. Um, Boaz has his eye and care for Ruth and for Naomi, and part is that part of that is influenced by the fact that his mom uh, was Rahab. And so this care for um, people kind of on the fringes and mm -hmm. on the outside, mm -hmm. the foreigner, get invited into the story. And then you fast forward to Matthew and see mm. all of these people show up in the lineage of Christ. And this, mm -hmm. this particular nature of, of God. And so we can, we can see that uh, for our youth and for ourselves. It's like, oh, man, I'm finding myself in these particular situations or particular hardship or particular success and joy. And is there room for that, uh, for this scenario, for this brokenness, uh, mm -hmm. whatever it might be? Is there room for that uh, in God's story? And so that's the exciting part about this, to see these narratives give us permission to say, yeah, God does deal with us particularly. And Shelly, you work with college students 
who are encountering all sorts of particular circumstances, right? New experiences, new learning, making a lot of decisions, uh, perhaps facing doubts and temptations. Um, How have you seen this theme and Colossians interplay with your ministry to and with uh, college students going through those years of life? That is such a great question. And I think it's blessed me hugely this year, especially with lots of extra particular dynamics um, Mm -hmm. to say that God really is in all things. And so then what do we do with that? If that's true, um, we can have conversations about uncomfortable things. (laughs) There's room for those conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had a couple of students say this year, like, why don't we talk about fill in the blank? Um, we, a few uh, weeks ago during, um, during the semester, uh, we're here in St. Paul in the Twin Cities. And so we were all anxiously awaiting the verdict of uh, the Derek Chauvin uh, trial. And we talked about anger um, and what do we do with lots of heightened emotion and to be able to turn to God's word and say, hey, this shows up here. And uh, what does it mean for us to be angry and not sin? Um, for for a diverse classroom to say, uh, what does it look like for me to love my enemies and to pray for those who I are I'm wrestling with or I feel struggle about? So ultimately, I think for for me in this moment with college students, um, really hearing them come in and and their heart question is, is there room for fill in the blank. Mm, mm-hmm, <laughs> is there room mm-hmm. for me to talk about this thing? Um, is there room for me to have this doubt or this question um, to consider my vocation, right? Yeah. In the season of college, is there room for fill in the blank? Um, and two images that have been helpful in those conversations. And one uh, I shared this a while back, but the umbrella image. So if we think of God's story as an umbrella, And it's good. It's a good, loving, gracious, redemptive story. Uh, And and how do I find my place under that umbrella and know that I have a spot there and it's good Um, instead of trying to fight and sit on top of the umbrella and still expect that same uh, goodness and protection and all of these things. It's like, okay, this is helping students see the the story of God as good and and to be a part of it as a good thing. And the second is an image of talking about God's mission and God's story as ponderings. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you you throw a rock into a pond and you, and you see these concentric circles go out. Right. And we find ourselves in those concentric circles, but we are not the center. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Christ is the center uh, of that, of that rock in the pond. And so when we talk about um, seeking first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. Uh, so when I am, I'm worried or I'm nervous or I don't know what I'm going to do with my life or I have this issue, it's like, okay, I'm not the center of this story, but I am fully covered uh, in, in the grace and in the challenge and in the truth of God. Um, so helping students make sense of that and knowing that them being the center of the story is not being the center of the story is actually really good news. <laughs> and then where do we go from there? 
Shelly, I think you're you're doing the work of a question I kind of wanted us to uh, maybe move on here to the at the end as we kind of wrap maybe some up of these things. We could talk a long time about Colossians and the, and the theme. And I'm sure, Peter, you're working on this too, working with seminary students as well in the ministry that you all are doing. Um, we sit at this this time um, where citizens of every corner of the earth have been affected by COVID-19 and our youth and adults have experienced a lot of loss in the last year or so. There have been times away from their church and Christian community and time with friends and family and certainly missed events and sports seasons and concerts and performances, but there's also been a tremendous loss of human life too, due to the the virus and just in life. And just the death has, has come and those, those, those people we mourn and, and uh, miss. Um, and we've also, like you said, Shelly, we've seen a tumultuous year as a nation um, and either in various locales like the Twin Cities, but our, our country too. So I just, I just picture, I guess, as youth and adults are coming together, maybe that's the case, Shelly, they're asking the question, where, is there room for these issues? Where do we talk about these things? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get those big questions. Where is where is God in all this? Where is Jesus in all these things? There's this virus, horrific death and civil unrest. How is Jesus holding this all together? So I don't know, maybe just some last thoughts on what are words of truth and comfort you would share with young people and our listeners today about where is Jesus even in all things like this? And how like how you said it, Shelley, how, how do we make sense of all of this? Um, one, one side certainly of it is we can't. Um, and then at the same time too, how do we <laughs> yeah. walk with young people through all of that? Any, any thoughts on that for our adult leaders who are going to be engaging with young people more with this theme going ahead here for the next months? Yeah, I think to start back on that, that second talking point where Christ reconciles all things at the cross, right? This gift in our Lutheran theology, mm-hmm. uh, this gift of the theology of the cross mm-hmm. to say, um, it's, Christ is one that runs toward our chaos and our, our broken places and sickness. Um, it's not just, oh, God is only in the good stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. And so I think that um, our our American need to be super comfortable <laughs> really wars against that, yeah, right? And you can yeah. look in the scriptures and see there's a lot of people living uncomfortable, mm-hmm. to say the least, stories. And how does God bring them through that. And so the gift of the scriptures in that, I mean, even Paul is writing that God holds all things together. Christ holds all things together is not saying that flippantly, like mm-hmm. he went through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can, we can look at that um, and, and take some comfort in that, that, that we still find ourselves in those, those ponderings of, of grace of God's kindness, you know, Peter was talking about Jesus' return, and he's holding us um, in the already and in the not yet. Christ is mm. holding us together um, in, in these moments, um, even in the challenge. Uh, we don't like to think that that pain and hurt is part of God's story, but it, it really is. Yeah, I think about... Uh... As, as Lutherans, we talk a lot about sola fide, right? Uh, faith alone. And uh, it's like a lot of the really important phrases we use. Sometimes we use them so much that they kind of become platitudes. Mm-hmm. And we just say, you know, these things that are in law, gospel, you know, word and sacrament, faith alone, grace alone, Christ alone, these things, we just kind of say them and, and we say them because they're important. But then there are times where you actually have to slow down and not just say them, but, mm-hmm. but believe them. <laughs> and, and what that means Right. I mean, to, to live by faith alone, to be saved through faith alone means that we aren't going to see the reign of Christ. 
uh, in its mm. fullness. Uh, I can't help but think about Hebrews 2, where uh, the, the writer of the Hebrews is talking about all things have been subjected to Christ. Nothing is outside of his control. And at present, however, we don't yet see everything subject to him. And uh, this is where I, I do think our, our Lutheran theology can be really helpful uh, to help people live um, under the cross, uh, to help people live by faith, yeah. trusting, uh, first of all, that Jesus has risen mm-hmm. from the dead, yeah. uh, that he has conquered all of our enemies and the, and the greatest enemy, of course, and that he shares that with us, uh, not only when he returns, but he shares that with us here and now so that we live a new life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that, that allows us, I think, uh, both to endure these challenges and it allows us to speak a word of hope and, and to live a life of service uh, that knows there is there is a resurrection coming. The one who is uh, the firstborn from the dead, as Paul said in Colossians 1, uh, he's just the beginning uh, and our resurrection is coming too. And man, if we can help kids live in the light of the resurrection and in view toward the return of Jesus in this reconciled life in Christ, uh, man, that's something to get excited about. I do think it's so exciting that, um, you know, sometimes we put out, we talk about the gathering and we're talking about, we talk about the theme and we put out the verses that we're focusing on. And, um, uh, but honestly, it's so much more than that. I mean, we've dug really deep into this and, and connected it to so much of scripture. And uh, your team has done such an amazing job. So as a planner, I feel like every time we talk about it, I'm like, oh, there's even more here. And I love that about God's word. But I love that that's a part of the gathering process for us is that like as planners, we get to dive deeper and deeper and and connect it to more and more of scripture and, and, and think about it in different in new and different ways. And we hope that as adult leaders listen to this and as they start with their groups, they're going to be able to do the same thing uh, is to really just expand this to more than just a three word theme and, and, a, and a set of verses, but really uh, to the core of, of the scripture and the gospel and, and, and all these really beautiful ways we hear it talked about in our theme. Yeah, I just want to thank you two so much for joining us today and certainly all the work that you're doing is keeping Christ at the focus of all we're doing with the gathering and just supporting our planning teams and our adult leaders to just, been so excited to see your work and just being in Colossians through these times we're going through and to be reassured of, of Christ's presence with us. And again, that promise of the new life and reconciliation that he's given to us and that he will restore all things and be refreshed by that in our daily life. So thanks for all you're doing to keep us focused on that and the investment that you guys are making. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. In Colossians, Paul talks about the Christian life as a walk. If you are heading to Houston in July of 2022, you have started or will soon start your walk of preparation towards the gathering. Scripture and the theological teaching focus of the event is the place to start as you walk alongside your youth and fellow supportive adults. There's a reason this is the first episode of the (laughs) Gathering Starter Pack, right? We want to set your foundation for you and your group in God's word and in Jesus Christ. Uh, That's what makes this event distinct. It's not just a vacation or even a celebration, but this is the place where we want you to set your eyes first on Jesus and as you care for one another. And certainly we hope too, this reflection is more than just a gathering to, to with everything going on in your life and the world around you to take time to be reminded from God's word of his promises and your identity as a beloved child of God. What a blessing it is to be in worship as opportunities increase across our country to be strengthened by God's word and by a sacrament. Um, we can't wait to hear more stories of pastors and DCEs and youth workers and lay people connecting with young people in churches and being supported by God's 
gift of Christian community. Going back to August, we provided some challenges around the theme. We're going to reiterate them one more time. For both youth and adults, we put before you the challenge to read regularly through Colossians. Perhaps some of you are already doing it. It's a short book, easy enough to read through in a week or so. Uh, Just let God's word go to work on your mind and heart and in your lives. Uh, The second thing was we encourage you to read through the thematic and theological resources available on the Gathering website. We'll link those um, in the show notes. Also, we'll link to some devotions on Colossians as well that you can utilize. And we've got more resources coming around that as well as you prep for meetings in the future. We hope God's word and these resources will be a blessing to you and an aid in your preparation. So some closing questions for you to consider. Have you considered how you will implement the thematic and scriptural studies in your preparation process? So how will you use the thematic paper, the Bible studies that will come out in preparation, the devotions that will come out in preparation to make sure that we're centering on God's word as we prepare for the gathering? Secondly, how can you invite adults and youth to explore the teaching that Jesus Christ holds all things together? How can this learning in times of loss and uncertainty deepen their faith and reliance on Jesus? And then finally, how can the gathering planning process provide room, as Shelley said, for open conversations about God, salvation, and our walk with Jesus? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you prepare for the 2022 gathering. Right now, you may feel exhausted from serving in your vocations through a strange, if not difficult, year. You might think preparing for the gathering next summer seems a little overwhelming. Uh, Know that LCMS Youth Ministry and the Adult Leader Community is here to support you. Many more resources are coming your way via the podcast and the gathering website. By God's grace and Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, we will work together and support one another and be in Houston together to celebrate Jesus, who in all things hold together. Engel's podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or to find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church.